2: Hi there and welcome to Rotowire's NBA DFS podcast for Wednesday, January 11, 2017. Hoops fans, I'm Paul Bruno. You may know me from my work on hockey, baseball, and football podcasts at Rotowire over the last few years. You can follow me at Statsman22. My co-host today is Dan Bruno. How's it going, Dan?
3: Not bad, Paul. Ready to get on another night of NBA DFS. Can you tell
2: our listeners about your work at Rotowire, Dan, before we get started and let our listeners know about your Twitter handle
3: too? Yeah, I'm covering the NBA Daily with uh, game previews and recaps, and you can follow me on Twitter at dbrunofficial.
2: All right, let's begin by taking a look at tonight's NBA schedule. We have six games on the docket tonight. New York and Philadelphia, that's a battle of a dysfunctional club versus an inexperienced team in this tilt. Both teams are losing over the last 10 games, more than wins. And Washington is at Boston at eight o'clock tonight. Both teams played last night with the Celtics losing in Toronto while the Wizards escape with a narrow victory over Chicago. And Houston travels to Minnesota for eight o'clock start. The Rockets are an impressive 31 and nine in coming off a win over Charlotte last night, while Minnie's only 12 and 26 on the year.
3: Yeah, the, the Rockets have really impressed me. They've won nine straight, and they're doing amazing. Anyway, later on, we've got Memphis at Oklahoma City, which is a huge game in terms of the standings, while while they're separated by only half a game. Uh, later on, we've got Orlando at L.A. Clippers, while the Magic have lost three straight, and the Clippers have won four. And then we've got Cleveland at Portland. The Cavaliers are coming off a loss in Utah last night, while the Trailblazers came out with a victory over the Lakers.
2: All right, Dan, let's get into our position by position breakdown and see if we can help our listeners win big money by playing Fanduel today. Let's look take a look at the point guards first, and we'll do this in ranges as we usually do to break it up a little bit. Who do you like in the nine thousand plus range? I see Westbrook priced at twelve thousand one hundred, and Wall is next at ninety five hundred, just above Chris Paul and Damian Lillard. Looking at this, their fantasy points per game, is it worth it to pay up for the top guy tonight, or are you leaning on one of the other three in this range? Can you give us a breakdown?
3: Well, on a lot of nights, I would say Westbrook is worth the money because he could get you 60, 70 points maybe. Um, But tonight he's up against Memphis, which is a team that seems to limit other players pretty well with their strong defense. They hadn't allowed a triple-double in in an amazing 177 games, but Julius Randle broke that streak earlier in the month. But that being said, I think Westbrook with his high price tag against the Grizzlies might not be the greatest pick tonight when you could go with someone like John Wall or Chris Paul, who's been doing pretty well. This is, But then again, this is Paul's only third game back after a hamstring injury, but he looks like he's completely back on track with a couple of big games.
2: And I wonder if Damian Lillard goes off against Cleveland tonight in that tilt. Uh, he rises to the occasion against signature players of the opposition from time to time, and there's no bigger group than the Cleveland Cavaliers. So uh, some compelling cases can be made for the three guys in that 9,000 range, in my opinion, too.
3: Well, Lillard is coming off a bit of a rough night last night, so he should be looking to bounce back.
2: True. Uh, What about uh, in the 6,000 to 7,200 range? There's a number of guys in there, Dan. Are there any of them that get your attention tonight?
3: Well, Mike Connolly's been playing great for Memphis. He's been leading them. They've been on a tear, so he's a good pick. Um, You've also got, uh, well, Derek Rose is a bit of a question mark with his recent uh, mysterious absence. So I think in that range, Mike Connolly's probably your best go. All right. And dropping down the
2: list a little bit below that, we take a look uh, at prices below $6,000 in that range of players, Dan. Uh, I'm going to say uh, Marcus Smart impressed me last night, but he's on the second of back-to-backs. I guess the the Washington club is in the same boat. Is that a guy you might take a look at in this range or maybe an Austin Rivers?
3: Well definitely Marcus Smart is a good pick because uh, Avery Bradley is still out so Smart should be picking up some extra minutes. Also you got TJ McConnell there who's been playing pretty well for the 76ers lately. Excellent
2: and uh, we move on then let's take a look at the shooting guards priced $6,700 and up. In this case uh Harden is priced way ahead of the pack at 12400 mm-hmm. while the next guy, McCollum, is priced at $8,700. That's a $3,700 gap. Uh, could you be using the beard tonight? Uh, what about the other guys in this range?
3: I think Harden's a solid choice to build around tonight. He's been known to get up around 60, 70 FanDuel points himself. He even almost hit 90 about a, a couple weeks ago. So I think Harden, with his high price tag, is well justified. And then if we drop down below that uh, grouping
2: into the next uh, tier, let's take a look at the guys that uh, are in the 58 to $6200 price range. Who do you like in that grouping?
3: Well, you got a lot of injuries around there. Zach Levine's game time decision, Evan Fournier coming in against the Clippers is a tough pick because the Clippers have some solid defense and, and Orlando's not the most high scoring team either. So Fournier is a tough choice. Oladipo is a good pick in that range. I think he's been playing pretty well for the Thunder. All right, and then we drop
2: down to 4,700 and below. Do you see any good value plays there? I'm going to highlight Tony Allen for one uh, against OKC. I think this is an interesting matchup for him. And he's had some good games uh, in a row in the last uh, few. So I might take a flyer on him. I mean, he dropped down to only nine points in his last tilt. But before that, we had 39. We had 24. We had a couple of in around 20. I'll take that as a filler in my lineup. Might you do the
3: same? Well, I like Tony Allen because he can do a bit of everything. Blocks, rebounds, assists, steals, and points. So there's a lot of different ways he can get you some points on the board. But in that range, you also got Allen Crabb, who's pick, picked up his play lately for the Trailblazers. He had a career high in points the other night, and uh, it looks like he's not really dropping off too much. He's playing pretty well lately. So we got a consistent run from a guy in that range. That That's worth a flyer
2: in, in some leagues, I guess. You're making a good case there. Let's look at the small forward position, where once again we see a lone wolf at the top of the board. It's the king himself, LeBron James, for ten thousand one hundred, who's priced at twenty one hundred dollars more than Carmelo Anthony at eight thousand. Do you make a case for either of these guys uh, tonight, Dan?
3: Well, Carmelo against Philadelphia is a pretty friendly matchup for him. Then again, they do have some pretty solid wing defenders. LeBron is they're in the middle of a road trip they're coming off a tough loss so LeBron is going to want to step up in this one and make sure they don't lose two in a row.
2: Yeah I think that's his motivation I'm a little shy on Anthony I don't like the way that he pulled the shoot the other night and got a couple of technicals and and took an early uh, shower so I, I'm really shying away from him. Regardless. Yeah that's not
3: the first time he's done that this season either so he's a bit of a risk. Yeah so I, I'm inclined to stay off
2: him. We dropped down in the route group of uh, 55 to 6300 there's four or five names in this range dan what do you think about the uh, the names like wiggins ariza covington porter
3: well wiggins is a bit of uh, a mystery is sometimes he'll go off for 40 points one night and then 10 points the next night uh so wiggins is a bit of a gamble but then uh you got Trevor Ariza, who's been a pretty consistent player for Houston lately, and uh, with James Harden there distributing the ball, you know Ariza's going to bang in a few three-pointers, and uh, he's been pretty well consistently over 20 FanDuel points a game, except for one game in about his last 10, so he's a pretty good choice.
2: And if you want a hot guy in this range, I'm going to tout Covington. I've already put him in one lineup for tonight's game. He's he's averaged about 30 points in each of the last four fantasy tilts, so I'm going to take the hot guy in that matchup. And hope that he just comes in around that average uh, for $5,500. And that, that's a very strong value play in here. For are, sure. Are there any others below that threshold? I know I'm going to be looking at a guy like an Evan Turner. I saw Jay Crowder uh, up close here in the Toronto tilt. What can you tell us about those two and any others in this range, Dan?
3: Well, Evan Turner's been pretty solid for Portland lately. And also, you've got. Uh, You got Maurice Harkless, who had a pretty good game last night for Portland, too. So the Portland guys have been running pretty well lately, and uh, they're not a bad choice for the value pick. Uh,
2: Let's move to the big guys at power forward. There are two guys who will group together at the top of this pack. Uh, Who do you like between Love and Porzingis this evening, Dan?
3: Well, let's see. Kevin Love is up against Portland again, and Cleveland's going to need a big game out of him. Um, Portland doesn't have the biggest group of guys inside, so if Kevin Love... Can uh bang inside he might be able to do some serious damage and then Porzingis against Philly is is probably a pretty good choice he'll he'll be dealing with uh perhaps Embiid on the other end which might tire him out a bit but uh he's he's not bad for 7,900 he could do some damage yeah I like loving this
2: of these two guys because I think the long-range game that he offers uh, could juice your point totals pretty nicely I don't know if Portland has an answer for him on the at that position uh tonight we'll have to wait and see on that I suppose let's drop down a little bit uh into the next grouping there Dan there's a a group of five players from 5,500 to 6,700 there uh what's your snapshot on this group
3: well, Ennis Cantor has been playing pretty well for the Thunder lately. He's uh, He had a pretty good, pretty big game the other night, and again, with Russell Westbrook leading the way, driving in, dishing it out to his big men, Cantor's been a real benef- benefactor there. And I, I like Gorgie Deng in this range too,
2: Dan. He's a guy who is... Uh apart from his last game, he was up over 25 to 35 points in his previous four. I like that streak. He was limited in minutes in his last outing. That may explain the dip, but he's played as many as 40 minutes in in, uh, two of the last four games, and so he's getting a lot of floor time, and I think he can be very productive for that price tag of $5,500.
3: Exactly, and with a team that shoots as much as Houston does, there should be a lot of rebounds for him to gobble up.
2: Right, and uh,
3: how about the cheaper value plays there
2: of fifty two hundred and under, Dan? Do you see any names down there that you might be interested in? I I wonder if uh, Ryan Anderson rides on uh, the co- the coattails of the bearded one and uh, has a big game tonight against Minnesota, for instance.
3: Well, yeah, Ryan Anderson against Minnesota is definitely a good choice. He'll be extending the range, and that might be a little bit uncomfortable for Minnesota's defense. Also, you got Al Faruq Amino, who's been on quite a stretch in his last four games just about at 30 or over 30 fan duel points in each of those games and he's coming off a really strong game last night
2: let's uh, finish up our position by position uh, look at the big men in the middle the centers starting with the pair that look like the class of this field tonight dan carl anthony towns and Marcus, all priced at 9500 and 8200 respectively can you make a case for one or both of these guys tonight
3: well houston's not the strongest at the center position. So, Carl Anthony Towns is definitely going to be the dominant force in the middle in that game. And he's been an absolute monster lately. He's carrying Minnesota. They pretty much just feed him the ball and get out of the way. So, Carl Anthony Towns is always a good choice. Uh,
2: then, what about the next five guys from, say, DeAndre Jor- Jordan to Mason Plumley in the 67 to $7,500 range, Dan?
3: Well, here I've got to mention Joel Embiid because he's up against a New York defense that really isn't much of a defense they're allowing about 108 points a game and and beat has just been a monster when he's in games and like I said, New York's been giving up a lot to the big guys in the middle, so I think Embiid is a solid choice in this one.
2: Well, and, and uh, I would like to bring up Al Horford's name here, not because I'm a, I'm a proponent of him tonight. I didn't like what I saw from his game last night, and he was overshadowed in a matchup where I thought he should be dominant. I think he's going to have a tougher time tonight when he's facing the, the likes of Marcin Gortat in the middle, so I mm-hmm. look for him to be a guy that you stay away from in that matchup. Mm-hmm uh what about guys below that range dan you want to take a look at uh, the remaining guys at the center position who do you like at 6400 and below
3: well for the same reason that i like ennis Cantor, i like Stephen adams because russell westbrook has been doing a fantastic job of driving into the lane and just dropping it off to the big guys and they've been taking real advantage of that Stephen adams even led the team in points the other night so against memphis memphis has some solid big guys themselves but you fight fire with fire in this case and i think steven adams could come out with a big game and i mentioned gortat at
2: 6400 i really like him against boston tonight he's a guy who's picked up his game and is averaging about 25 points in each of his last five tilts and i think he's going to make it a tough night for horford and use that size advantage that he has there and a, and a bit more toughness that he he has a bit more bite to his game than what i've seen from the boston center of late so i like that matchup and then i'll also throw out tristan thompson of cleveland against portland he was 12 and 12 in his last game so a nice double double there that's all you're looking for from him if he gets that he's above his 23 point average so uh those are two
3: names that I'll throw out in the center center position yeah, and, and let's give uh, an honorable mention to Montrezl Harrell he's been playing pretty well for Houston he's uh in the absence of Clint Capella he's really picked up his game he's topped 40 Fanduel points in one one game recently and has been over 30 in his last two so a pretty good value pick as well
2: all right, let's move on to the Rotowire, one of the best tools in the industry, Dan. What can you tell us about the optimizer and the lineup that it puts forward for tonight's games?
3: Well, Rotowire has got the fantastic lineup optimizer, which you can basically have it pick your lineup for you. And then if, you, if there's something you don't like, you can just exclude that player. And if there's a player you really want to keep in, you can lock him in and refresh the tool. So right now for tonight, the lineup optimizer shows us John Wall and TJ McConnell at point guard. We've got Bradley Beal and Zach Levine at shooting guard, although Levine's a game-time decision. So let's see, if we X Levine out there and we refresh the tool, who's it going to give us? It, it fills in Levine with uh, Oladipo, which is a good choice, somebody we highlighted as well. Then it gives us LeBron James and Robert, Co- Robert Covington at uh, the small forward position, so you, you should be happy about Covington there. <laughs> also, it suggests Gorgui Dang, at power forward, along with Maurice Spates, Spates is someone we didn't mention, but he's been playing great for um, the Clippers lately in the absence of Blake Griffin. He's averaging about 12 points a game in the time that Griffin's been out and has been doing getting the job done. Also, then the lineup optimizer gives us Marcin Gortat at center
2: that's a name that we threw out too so we didn't do too bad in terms of our batting average there uh i'll remind our listeners we also do lineups weeks and checks all day long at rotowire so you can make sure your players are good to go in daily games right up to tip off so dan any final thoughts in tonight's uh, play
3: well i think it's going to be a solid night on the board we got a lot to choose from um I think probably some of our best picks. Somebody I'm really excited to see what he's going to do tonight is Joel Embiid against New York and their lackluster defense. So I'm going to keep an eye on that game.
2: Yeah, in a pretty sour-looking matchup, that might be something to keep an eye on for sure. But I really like, uh, didn't like the way that New York really folded up their tents the other night, and uh, I think Philadelphia could be the upset winner in that tilt. So there you go, everybody. Have a look at FanDuel. And enjoy all the fun and games on their menu of options. We hope that we've given you some good ideas. For Dan Bruno, who you can follow at dbrunoofficial. I'm Paul Bruno, reminding you to follow me at Statsman22. Good luck with your fan FanDuel plays, and to all our listeners from Rotowire.